Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are 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 we in the building right now? What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome back ah, to another edition, another installment, a new episode of one of your favorite podcasts on these podcast streets. The Black Man Win Podcast is back with another one. Very excited for this one, um, as I am for pretty much all of my all of my interviews. I I, I get to do something that's amazing. I get to kind of interview some dope ass black men and women who continue to kill it out here in this game. Uh, but before we get in, even get into our interview, make sure that you like, comment, subscribe uh, to the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts via audio. Um, you can listen to us on our website at epicechopro.com. That is epicechopro.com. We'll have our ticker at the end of the show so you guys can, you know, get that link and everything. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can watch this interview on our YouTube channel as well. Um, listen, I'm excited for this one. Um, I'm a fan of his. Um, and y'all know when I when I when I get the fan in, you know what I'm saying, you know, I, I I try to keep the fan, you know, in me, you know, kind of tuck when I'm when I'm doing these interviews. But I'm 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 a fan of his work. Um I don't even just want to call him a podcaster or a YouTuber. He is a conservator of the culture. And I say that like literally because we have so many people who say we about the culture. We about the culture. Nah, this 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 man right here um been listening to him for a while. He is literally about and has love and preserves the culture. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, aunties and uncles, put your hands together for the one and only Mr. Motley Jr. Wait, 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 we got to do some bad There we go. There we go. We got to get it in there. Mr. M, what's happening? One mic. What's so happening, much, bro? It's great. It's How dope. are you? I'm doing good, man. I can't complain. I can't complain. I, I I actually really enjoy doing interviews. Um, it's you know in my space, I do so many things by myself. So right. an opportunity to talk to someone outside of that space, man, that's a win. I'm excited, <laughs> man. So before we get into everything, let the people at home know just a little bit about you and uh, let them know who you are. Oh wow. Um. You know, I, I go back to Country Boy or, or Michael. You can call me Michael. You can call me my government and I don't care. <laughs> um, basically, I'm a history podcaster. I uh, run uh, One Mic History, which is basically just like like you said, man. I'm just trying to find interesting things to talk about, about black people, to help people learn. Um, <sighs> you know, one of the things about black culture is it can be overwhelmingly negative so i try to put a positive spin on things and give you and give you some positive topics some topics that like okay you know everybody anyone could talk about um you know martin luther king but you know let's let's talk about collard greens for for a moment <laughs> Man, listen that is a fact like i i'm a listen i'm a fan so the collard greens episode was hit for me i was like all right so he digs this deep into why collard greens yeah. It's so important to the culture. So when I say 
a really preserver of the culture. I really do mean that um, to the highest level because as you said, you know, you make the you 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 make these episodes fun. You make them um, very warm-hearted, very informative, um, and even in some of you can say quote unquote the dark it the dark episodes even in a sense yeah. when you have to hit on those um you don't take it there you make it very again you make it very light but yeah. also telling it like it is can you yeah. take me through some of because there's a lot of people that don't do that and i put you on a pedestal with that of one of my friends um in podcasting and just a friend in life um and a mentor his name is dominic lawson uh host of black is america podcast and so i put you kind of in that pedestal with him of preserving our our stories right you guys do an amazing job at just not preserving the stories but telling it to as much as the degree of research as you can you guys you guys go I, I for me you guys go above and beyond so can you give me a little bit of how you keep it so light but still giving us kind of 100 percent of everything in a sense wow um so when i first started out because this is this is hard this is the thing i played with mm -hmm. in the beginning and when I first started out, I was doing episodes. And I was just like, "Hey, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you everything. I'm mm -hmm. gonna give, I'm gonna put everything out on the table." And that led, man, I think my the, the boys episode was like 50 minutes. I was like, "No one's listening to this. I'm not listening. I don't want to listen to that. I don't want to listen to a 50 minute <laughs> to a 50 minute episode." Um, but when you start to do it, you kind of mm -hmm. get a groove for for how these stories, um, how these stories tell. Especially like when you're doing a biography, right? Because you know, while early life is is you know is important, that's not what we're here for. We're not here to hear about Malcolm X's early life, right? 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 Pertinent to he, you know, there, there are bits that are pertinent to who he was, but they really want to know, you know, who he was as a person at the height of his fame. So it's kind of like taking off a, a jet. So you want to you want to get up and hit that climax and get people to where they want to be and then land that plane. And right. if you can do that within like 20 25 minutes that's usually people's attention span for right, things right about 25 minutes that's really hey get this thing going wrap it up i try to be as truthful as possible that was the thing that i always told myself that this wasn't going to be and you know i, I wasn't going to lie to people i wasn't going to tell you something that didn't happen mm. i wasn't going to lie i was going to give you the truth as i understood as i understand it and as multiple sources have told me so right. even if you know you listen to a story you're like wow that kind of sucks <laughs> like I think there was a that episode of the Birmingham campaign where uh Martin Luther King uses kids. He uses the kids kids campaign. This is when you see the fire hoses and all those right, things. Right. Most of those pictures of are are school age kids getting fire hose turned on. Right. And a lot of people were like, yo, that is crazy. That, that's but, crazy. But I mean, like, I get his idea. It was necessary. Yeah. You needed somebody who didn't have anything to lose to come out here and 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 march for the movement because you were putting adults behind jail and they had to go to work the next day. Right. Get that part. But also on the on the on the flip side, I completely understand Malcolm X's point where he's like, you know, uh, 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 men don't put kids behind in front of the firing line. Absolutely. Kind of, you know, when you listen to the story, you're like, wow, that's crazy. Why would you do that? But also, I see why you did that. It, you know, the means just the ends justify the means. So like. 
those kind of things, I want to make sure that I tell those stories and that you get a full understanding of what was happening and why these people made the choices they made. Mm -hmm. And they weren't always easy. They weren't always uh, popular. <laughs> right. No, no, you're right. You're right. And and when you tell these stories again, you tell them again from from 100 percent like truth aspect. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's going to rattle some feathers or not, you know what I'm saying? And again, I I, I, I follow you on a daily. So I'm watching the clips. I'm listening to the podcast. And I know when people are watching your clips on Twitter and Instagram and on, on Facebook and threads and all over social media, I know they're like, whoa, he, I, I think the way you produce it and the way you put it together is so amazing because I want people to understand, you know, they can sit here and say, oh, wow, that, 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 that's a little aggressive. Well, this is what happened. This is history. Yeah. This is, this yeah. is, this is history. And this yeah. is this, whether we want to, um, you know, I, I guess acknowledge it or not, um, it, it is it it is it is fact and right. you're just putting fact in a sense to hit to a mic right, right? and right. and right and so it, it's not i don't want people to think like oh my god this is so crazy why are people do listen this is this is what was in law back then this is right. what was um you know, going on, happening, and 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 those in power letting it happen, and right. so again, whether we want to acknowledge that or not, this is you know history. And again, you 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 hit it on the nose. So, and it's not like. And here's the thing: when we have people who sit here and do what you what you do, in in terms of 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 of, of preservers of the culture, ones right. who tell the stories. Right. I hear so many people, um, Mike, like I hear a lot of people sit here and they tell the story. But then I'm always left because I'm a docu-buff and I love documentaries. Yeah, and I'm always too. sometimes left like, OK, did, did they tell that right? Right. Even if I don't know the, the entirety of the story, I don't I don't even have to know the story. Right. But I always question if they told it right just off the fact of the information that was provided and everything else. I don't see that with you. I don't get that with you when I listen to you, when I watch you. Um, again, it is, it is to the point where your preservation of black history is to be applauded for. Right. Um, right. You know, because, what an attack. Black history is under attack, man. This is this it, is why it, it's, yo, but that's that, what I'm saying. That's what I'm. It's the appreciation of people like you, Mike. Like we, we think about, and, and I don't think we think about it too too much because you know life right. is life and things are happening. But as you said, to your point, Black history is getting attacked. It is getting stripped out of our, out of our schools. Mm -hmm. It is getting like ripped out of our kids' faces. They are not trying to tell. Nothing about our history. Nothing. Nothing. Past, present, or even future. They're trying to write us literally out mm -hmm. of the books. And it's mm -hmm. and it's dope ass black men like you who keep that mic hot and literally remind us of our greatness by literally telling us and preserving our history and and we appreciate you for that man thank you 
<laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you for having me, man. For real. Um, <laughs> Mike, I want to get a little bit into your beginning. Like, what? Talk to me about a little bit of you growing up. Was black history always like the main focal point? Because I know you said this was just <laughs> I, just like off the cuff. You know what I'm saying? Well, but, you know, <laughs> but was it? But but was it like was it the main focal point when you were growing up? Like was that was that your thing? You know what I'm saying? Like was you know it's funny it's me being a kid because <laughs> oh wow um I was always in the history oh, as a kid yes I, I was always that was just kind of just kind of my thing I I absorbed it one of the subjects that I always did really well with but um I didn't really understand how much I didn't know about black history. That's the funny so, thing about history. Yeah, You can go on and go around history and think you have an understanding of things or think you understand a person, especially somebody like Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. Like The way they, they portray Martin Luther King, you can think you understand him. And then when you start doing research, you realize, I don't, I don't even know who this person is. Right. He's completely different than the guy that I have been told you know, for the past, you know, 30, 35 years or so. Right. And that and that is really what kind of led me down this path. It's just like um you start reading things, you're like, wow, I don't I didn't know that. I didn't know this. I didn't know that. I wonder if anybody else didn't know that. Maybe I could maybe I could tell these stories because I mean I didn't go I I've um I didn't go to college. I wasn't um you know, I didn't major in African American studies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, truth be told, when I took it in high school, I failed it. Could have fooled me. Like, this should be an easy A. Listen, could have fooled me. You black? <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Come on, lady. Oh she man. Was not having my hijinks. Right. Um, but no. <laughs> as a and it, it, and that's that's what's so hard. The sort of thing with me is yeah. you know maturation and this you know maturing and and now I understand the importance of it. When I was in high school, I was like. Of course, why we, I we, we learn this? yeah, like yeah, of course. Like yeah, I, I, I was learning this, and and now that I've gotten older and I got mm-hmm. my own son, I was like, this is important. This stuff is important as ever. It's just you know we're under attack. Black history is under attack, and people need to. This these stories need to be preserved. I mean, I was, Mark, I, was the other day. I was <laughs> just about to go into um, fatherhood with you because you are an amazing father. Um, take me a little bit through. <sighs> The aspects of black male fatherhood in today's age right now. Um, As a young black father, um, take me through a little bit of that. What does that look like in 2024 right now? Are we are we still asking the hard questions? Are we still our parents or our grandparents in a sense? Or are we are we are we morphing into something else? I or is that subjective? I don't I don't want to say I'm a gentle parent. I don't want to be. I don't, I'm not trying to say, you know, I don't I don't want to like I'm I'm not one of those people that's big on terms. I'm not one of those people that's big right, on right. You, got, you need to be like ultra, ultra masculine or ultra anything. I want yeah, you to I hear just that. ultra you. I just want I just want you to be just just want you to be you. Right. You know what I'm saying? That 
all all of those things said, I do see like bits and pieces of my parents because you know my wife was like, "Yo, you're being overly harsh with him." You know mm. what I'm saying? You need to stop cursing him. You need to stop doing it. And I have to kind of check myself, and especially because my son's autistic, like I have to check my patience because right. he'll he'll wear on those things, right? Because yeah. like he's having communication issues, I'm having communication issues. I don't know what you're saying. Right. And we're both we're both frustrated, and that um, I think has made me a better person i think that's made me a person who's you know better at listening but you know it's it's really scary out here because you know my son is young yeah but you know being autistic and black and and, and he's adorable today but there will come a time where he won't he won't be adorable and i worry about people's perception of him i worry about about people viewing him as an adult because you know with little black kids they go from being like cute and cuddly to like instantly you're an adult now. Inst instantly instantly you are an adult you are a criminal you are yeah, this yeah, you are that yeah. you are all the labels except for u.s citizen yeah right exactly <laughs> and i just I, I i worry about him every every single day and i didn't this is the aspect i didn't really expect i didn't really expect how much i would worry about things especially the things that i can't control in a country that that constantly tells us that they're not racist while being extremely racist. Oh Lord, don't oh God. God, they said <laughs> and they said it too. Oh, America is not a racist country, but we have to, you know, you know, sweep, you know, get our some of the racist stuff out of the country. So what, what are we yeah. all right, all right, guys. What are we what are you saying? What are we, the, the funny part about about that oh, is God. that it's it, we live in a country where it's worse to call someone a racist than to actually be racist. You exactly. Can be a racist. But if I say something, you're like, oh, how how dare, how dare you? How oh, dare my God. You? Oh, my. You know, <laughs> um, and, and a lot of times I just I, I wonder what what I brought my son into. Like, what mm. what did I what did I hand, what am I handing you? What am I giving you? <laughs> do you and, do you? OK, so I because I know this is a fear. And as I'm getting older. And I know I want, you know, kids. I want to. I want a son or a daughter. And I always, and 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 always, my fear is is bringing them into the world that I see now. Yeah, having them grow up in a unknown future that I can't even tell them what's going to happen. Nah, no idea. It's like, what did I bring you up into? Exactly. Like, like and, I, I'll, I'll be okay, but you, I don't know if you want to be right, okay. Right, right. <laughs> I, I can, I can survive. Yeah. To have to worry about you now is what does mm, take me through a little bit of that men, that mental that mental state? Because I know oh. it's heavy. Because I know it's heavy, and I, I don't think we as black men talk about the 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 the. And 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 sometimes we don't because I don't think we want to kind of take it there and be negative with it. But we, yeah. for me, I think sometimes we have to have a safe space to have a conversation about some of the negatives when it comes to the mental state of being a father, right? Really, and I'm not saying, and I'm this is what I'm not saying. I'm not saying being a like a a, a bad dad, right? I'm saying being a father, being stressed out, right? right? Having those days where, who I'm tired, right? But I, I got to keep pushing. What does those days look like for you? And do you take those days to decompress? 
You know, is there's this quote from I, I, you probably seen it in the interview with um, James Baldwin and Nikki Giovanni. Yes, uh, and she has this quote, and it stuck with me. Like I think about it, if not daily, weekly. Mm-hmm. And she has this quote where she says, "Because I love you, I get the least of you." Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yep, yep, yep. And yep. and like that, I play that in my head. I mean, yep. she was talking mm. about. Like and she broke it know, down too. Woo, yeah, yeah, she broke yeah, it down. Yeah, she, she, yeah. she broke it at, way down because it's like you always, you know, you know, white folks' faces. You you smiling for them. You give mm-hmm. them all your energy, and by the time you get and home, by the time you get home to me, it's and you get you're yelling at me, and I because I'm the one that loves you because you can't yell at them. Yeah, and I and uh, I and I get that, and and that is something that I play in my head constantly mm. with not just my spouse but my son too. Like, like, right. am I giving you? the the baggage that i want to give someone else you know it, 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 this time to decompress like the, the time that we're talking right now do i need to enjoy these moments and and realize that hey this isn't so this isn't so bad and there's something happened at work need to stay at work and right. and my home life needs to stay here like i can't i can't bring those stresses to to my house and this is one of the reasons why and then not to not to completely switch gears uh i'm big on like economic having economic freedom yeah for you to be able to yes. be like i don't, I don't want to curse but they have fuck you money to no be like, no no yo, i don't crazy. need i don't need you i don't need you i don't need your beef i don't need your stress and i i, I want to get to this point where i am not job free <laughs> right but if if they were like mike we're downsizing we don't need you anymore i'm right, good peace. i'm good it'll be fine it'll be fine i have another job and in the meantime we still continue doing what we've been doing like it's not it's not gonna be a problem so that's it and once you achieve that Mm -hmm. that stuff to happen at work damn i'm good like like that stuff happened work oh my they're having layoffs oh cool all right can you talk to the people how we can get there because i to be honest mike i'm i'm in a i'm in i'm in i'm either getting to that position or in that position of just like okay i don't like i don't necessarily want to or need this job yeah right but the stacking needs you know i'm saying like i i gotta stack you know i'm saying i gotta i gotta get to so it's always the 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 back and forth of us as us as specifically black men trying to make sure we're holding, on, holding down the house on the bills, making sure we're 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 going to work, making sure the work is okay, right? right. Got to make sure the, the job is okay because that's how we funnel in the money to pay the bills. No. You know what I'm saying? Do all do all the things <laughs> around the crib. It's funny that you mentioned this because it's something I I mean I think I think about. I don't talk about. Mm-hmm. I don't tell that to my wife or nothing. But you ever notice how they tell you that 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 black you know black black men, but just men in general, are just only as good as what they can provide yes as, and i think about that I never believe a, that <laughs> i have never I think believed about that, that. And, and and what i would say about i will say about my wife and not you know not to toot her horn but when i didn't have it <laughs> she was still here <laughs> she was still here it was plenty of time i'm like yo it's about to get bad <laughs> if you want to bail i will not blame i will you. not blame <laughs> yo talk say that mike i have i have thought to i have thought to myself about that like even even now I'm just like and me and me and my me and my woman have had that conversation. Yeah. Right? Like, yo, it's 
Listen, if you wanna, if you wanna dip, I would, I wouldn't be mad at you if you wanted to dip on me right now because it, it's, it's tight. It, it's looking yeah. grim. No, yeah. because she sees the vision. She yeah. sees what everything from the exterior to the interior of what's going on, and she's like, okay, let me weigh these pros and cons. Ah, yeah. the pros always the cons. We good. Everything yeah. gonna work out in God's timing, and and again, it has. And, and so, you know, and it, and it does. And so things just work when they need to work, how they going to work. You know what I'm saying? And so I do I do agree with you on that. Like, and I said this on, on one of my podcasts, <laughs> talking about Jonathan Majors and the whole Coretta Scott King thing. Um, <laughs> there is no woman like a black woman who's going to hold hold a black man down like like a black right. woman like that there's right. there's no other woman that knows how to hold a black man down better than a black woman yeah. that's just facts it's, it's just what it is it's just it, it is what it is and, and, and it's no ands if buts about it like that's just what it is and so when you when you when you say that i, I definitely agree with you um take me through some of your favorite episodes from one mic um, I can say some of mine have been definitely the collard greens episode. Um, <laughs> I loved your, um, Jesus Christ, the MLK day one you did last year, yeah. um, was really, really good. Very insightful. I'm always on your social media page. And again, it is the way you put these, you produce these together. Right. Not just on an audio, you know, format, but when you go to a social media pages, whether that's Twitter um, or Instagram, whatever social media you follow him on. It is a five minute, maybe I'll, I'll say maybe two to five minute preview of what the episode is going to be breaks down, basically, it, you know, gets into the nooks and crannies of everything. And when you did the Montgomery bus boycott, when you did um, um, the Selma um, uh, march, when you did, um, again, MLK, you know, these these stories were told to me. But for me, I don't think I got them told like you told them, because I think for me, you gave me new information that I wasn't privy to. And I want to ask, like, you know, what was one of your or what were some of your favorite episodes that you've already produced so far? Oh, wow. Um, I do like I like the Montgomery bus boycott. One of the things that, that was really interesting with that one was um, that, you know, we we, we, we kind of believe that Martin Luther King kind of felt like he was destined to do this thing. Yeah. And, and that wasn't the case. He just kind of fell into it. He just kind of fell into it. Like, right. His rise to being a, a leader of black people and doing, you know, um, campaigns and, and being in front of the speaker that that happened with, you know, Montgomery. And they were like, yo, who in here? Do they, do they not hate? <laughs> Which one of y'all don't? They but, hate did, but, but wait, didn't you have an episode about how women really um, shaped the the I think the, I mentioned it. Like you, I, I believe I, I, it was Rosa, either it was either Rosa Parks or Claudette Covid. Yes, they it, were, Claudette Covid. It was it was um yes, it was Claudette. You really mentioned how women, black yeah. women, really 
really i don't want to say say i think i want to circle i think i want to circle back to that mm-hmm. at some point to back to i mean to like give it give it its due give it right whole, give it its just so due I absolutely talk, yeah absolutely. where i absolutely. talk about um you know I really thought you did an episode moving, but like wow you know, I mean, because I, I also was, had been swirling around ideas of of doing an, an episode on like, you know, why so many of the people in the movement were were pastors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This it's a story to tell, and just the black church, the rise right. of the black church in general, gospel music. Like, I'm just trying to like flesh flesh these ideas out, and I, and I'll tell you what's happened a lot. You know, not to get off, you know, away from your question too much, but what's happened is, um. Uh, 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 YouTube kind of shapes what you make. Mm. So giving people what YouTube likes. And, exactly. And I started out with the chicken collard greens. Yeah, the, 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 the fried chicken. What? I think it was the fried, fried chicken. chicken. Yes. yes. Yeah, and that took off. And I think I had a million loved views. Loved it. it was, I, was oh, like, I loved that episode, bro. I was like, bro. Yes. So I kept giving people food episodes because that's what they, they like. You know, but on the flip side of that, while you know the audience likes the history of food, I like the nuance, the of, nuance of the it. month, mm-hmm. the, the, the you know, Bloody Sunday, right? And Montgomery Busboy Cot, and right. all these other things that happen. And while they might not watch that, you're still getting this, you're getting this, <laughs> right? <laughs> you're going to get this stuff anyway because this is what I like, you know. So, I mean, it's a it is a position, you know, a balancing act between the two, between what, what makes me money. And and what I want to make, right? Um, but I like to give them I, everybody a little bit of a little bit of both. A yeah, that, both. I love that fried chicken episode. I love I loved that fried chicken episode. You broke that thing down, boy. I was like, yo, and that thing did great. I was like, oh yeah, because yeah. listen, first of all, people love fried chicken and we love yeah. history. So when you put yeah. those both together, hey, tell yeah. me about the history of fried chicken. For real, for real, because there's so many people have told you know told the told the story, um of 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 um of fried chicken, and shout out to you, shout out to um the Netflix special High on the Hog, yeah. like they they like really that's actually why I got a lot of these ideas from. Time loved it, I love that show, love that show. So I I was like, I I loved how you produced that and came and, and came it's out also, with that. You know, once again, important because this is not this is this is sort of thing they don't. <laughs> They don't talk about because they like to minimize the accomplishments of of black people, especially enslaved black people. So like where there was barbecue, whether yes. it's fried chicken, whether yep. it's collard greens, black eyed peas, cornbread, all yep. that stuff. Yep. People people don't know these stories because they had no idea that we were so instrumental. Like yes, black people didn't create barbecue, but we were. You know, what I'm you made it a hot line. We made it a hot yeah. song. Like we took that and ran with the ball and scored a touchdown with it. And the reason why you have a pit master today is because that because there was an enslaved person that was that was slaving over these pits at one mm, point. Talk to him, Mike. This is stories that you got to tell. Talk to him, Mike. And see, that's yeah, the thing, that's Mike. Mike and, and see, that's the thing. That's what I love about Mike too, and the and the one Mike Black History podcast. This is this is what I love about. It. It necessarily, and some of the episodes don't even have to go straight into we did it, it's our history, pop, 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 pop. It's 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 episodes like the barbecue yeah. that that instruments and literally story tells how hey, we may not have come up with the concept, yeah, but god damn it, you can't tell us we didn't influence something. Yeah. 
heavily, heavily influenced something. And you have seen that through the generations since we've got to this country. Everything we touch turns to gold. It, it is not even a it's not even a question. Yes, this is why it's like sometimes I wonder, I'm like, yo, what, what happens when I run out of stuff to talk about? And then I'm like. Oh, that's never gonna it's happen. Never it's gonna happen. Stuff. <laughs> I'm like, I'll it's find you. Stuff. I got one last question for you before I ask my before I ask um my ending question for the show. When it comes to the research, because I think that's a big, big thing, and you don't have to give me, you know, all your all your all your nooks and crannies okay. and everything, all your secrets. But how is the research process for you when you when you come up with these episodes? And I asked, I asked my guy Dom too. Um, he said it, it, it's a it's a it is not a a overnight type of thing. You feel what I'm saying? It is a yeah. hey, I gotta sit down for a couple a couple yeah. days, maybe a week, maybe two. Write this thing out. Make sure I get the audio right. Produce this boom, 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 yeah. boom, 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 and and then we we get it out. So what is kind of that researching, you know, producing process um, for you in terms of one mic? It is the toughest the toughest aspect mm. of this is just the research because you have to make sure that you're getting you're getting these things right right and and accurate right so um a lot of times if you're doing something heavy like um you know greensboro four or you know uh um bloody sunday mm -hmm. or whatever mm -hmm. um you know you might have to read a book you might have to write some stuff. You might have right. to, you know, cite some cite cite some sources sources yeah. from the book. You know, one of the places that's good for that is is Wikipedia. Like Wikipedia will give you the thing, and you don't want to you don't want to read a Wikipedia page. Right. But what Wikipedia does do is they cite their sources. Right. And you can go down into the bottom and go find out where these sources came from, and click those links, and it'll take you to a book or an article or somewhere where you can go and find out where they got their information from. Mm -hmm. And this, this is where you can start to build, you can start build like this web. And what I normally what'll happen mm -hmm. is I'll have a bunch of different articles, a bunch of different books, and then I'll build like a skeleton. And then I'll take that skeleton and fill that in with information, like multiple sources. Okay, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. Mm -hmm. And then for the meaty parts, I'll go and find and go through, go through the book. Mm -hmm. It's like, yo, like no one's gonna care about what they did when they were a kid. Right. But like, like if you can give me, you know, it more in depth stuff about like why they're why we're here. If we're talking about the Montgomery bus boycott and I'm reading the book, mm -hmm. like that part, I want to know more about. I want right. to know anecdotes and what they felt and if they that person was alive. Like one of the great things about Rosa Parks and Claudette Colvin, if they wrote, they both had books. They wrote right. books. They Absolutely. Exactly what they felt, what they thought. You can quote them. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And so I could use that to say, hey, how did you feel? Even Ruby Bridges, Ruby Bridges later, mm -hmm. she wrote a book about her experiences. So you could go and read that book and say, this is how I know that she thought her first day of school, when the people were out there protesting a five-year-old, um, she thought it was Mardi Gras. She had right. no idea how bad, how bad it was, or what those people out there for. Like those things, those things are invaluable, and it helps give your audience an idea of what the people are feeling, what they were thinking, and a greater understanding of you know what was going on at the time. Like Rosa Parks has this great quote where she's like, 
people like to think of me as old mm-hmm. when I was out, but I was only 42. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I wasn't, you know, people like to think I was tired, but I, the only thing I was tired of was giving in. <laughs> like that kind of stuff, those kind right. of folks, man, you can't, you can't beat that stuff. So when you're making this, giving that, like, hey, firsthand account from the person themselves, mm-hmm. it makes the stories, it makes the stories so much better. And one of the great things that's happened recently is 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 chat GPT. So I can add chat, hey chat, um, give me an outline for a story about this. And then I could just research the out the those parts of the outline. Right. It makes so much makes life so, so much make, easier. It does make life so much easier. <laughs> I, I, shout out to Chad GPT for real, for real. Um, Mike, before we get out of here, um, gotta ask the question because I ask every black black man and woman that comes onto the show this question: What does black men win mean to you when you hear the phrase? When you hear the 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 just the the phrase itself, what does it mean to you? Oh man. Um, I feel like it's just just us being at peace. Like you know, you mm. go on Twitter a lot. It's just it's a lot of animosity. It's a lot yeah. of anger. A lot of people that's like, "Yo, these people suck. This sucks." I'm tell you something. It's not. There's nothing that nobody on Twitter can say to me that's gonna make me hate black women. It's not gonna happen. Facts. It's not gonna happen. Like whatever y'all got going on, whatever you know, one anecdote you had that was bad, that don't that don't matter to me. And that us being together us wanting each other to do well like you don't necessarily have to be rich minus i i, sh- I can't believe i'm quoting cat uh but cat <laughs> in his recent interview had like a great thing he's like i'm the richest man in the world yep and it don't you even have to saying? be money and it don't have to be money that that's where people win is when you find that peace where you're like yo I'm I'm rich every day because I love my life. I don't need nothing but my family and my and my wife. But if I do have money, and that's a fact. Um, Mike, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, let the people know where they can find you, where they can find one Mike, and uh, where they can follow you. Oh man, I am on. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Threads at One Mike History. You can find me on Instagram also at at One Mike History. I uh, have a website. It's called OneMikeHistory.com. It's the best way you can find collection. I got videos. I have a podcast. Um, that's the best way you can find all of my episodes. If you're going to start, I would recommend starting in the middle. Those early episodes are kind of rough. That's just my <laughs> opinion. Also, I have created a brand new uh youtube channel that is just about food history it is called historic eats check it out i only got one sub but hey we, everybody rome was a building today everybody start somewhere <laughs> and that's a fact that's a fact I, I, i'll be subscribing over there because I'm, I'm a food history love so I'm, I'm definitely gonna be subscribing um mike we appreciate you man thank you so much for coming on the show um Continue to be a preserver of our history, brother. Continue to just preserve it for our generations to come. You know thank what I'm saying? So we much. appreciate you. We love you and we thank you, brother. We we really thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much, man. I love everything about this. This was dope. Oh, man. Thank you so much. And to everybody else, listen, we appreciate y'all. We thank y'all. We love y'all. Be sure to... Um, Listen to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, right? Again, you can go to our website at epicechopro.com. That is epicechopro.com. 
facebook.com um, to listen to this podcast for slash black men win. You can check out all of our episodes, this episodes and more on our website right there. And you can watch our episode right on YouTube. All right. We love y'all. We thank y'all. This has been another one. And of course, we'll come back with another one. I love y'all. Peace.